It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Welcome to another edition of They Came to Play, the podcast where Danny McGinley and I fumble our way through the weekend of AFL footy. Hello, Danny McGinley. Hello, Limo. What a, what a tremendous weekend of footy. It's just the most exciting group of matches. And fairy tales coming true, left, yeah, right yeah. and centre. All over the place, oh, wasn't footy's, it? Footy's Inspiring. Uh, well, let's bring in our replacement, Tess Armstrong. Uh, we have a different Tess every week. And this week, it is a great joy to welcome a good mate of ours. and uh, Former co-host of yours. A former co-host of mine. And uh, we did a Hawks podcast together for a number of years and a video cast, Declan Faye. Hello, mate. I'm pleased to be here. I uh, Danny did message me during the Hawks game yesterday. Yeah. And I said, this could really <laughs> go either way, mate. It's, it's yeah. either going to be kind of me and Limo consoling each other or, or all of us consoling each other, actually, after the, well, yeah, after yeah. the yeah. Hawks the other night. A little bit different, though. You don't need, if you're still second on the ladder, you don't need, you don't yeah, need too much consoling. And, you know, I'm just, uh, as I've been, the, my buzzword this month is, is honey trap and you know because I'm constantly talking about how Richmond are laying a honey trap we think they're done mm. and then they f- they fly yeah. home like you guys did Hawthorne did in the three peat years there was yeah. always that period where you go okay Hawthorne are done yeah. they're cooked we're a good honey trap that's what the Bulldogs are laying but then you you actually escaped the honey trap in 2016 when yeah. you beat us in that final yeah but I, mm. I think it's a similar thing I, I genuinely think if you look at those like dynasties of clubs and no I'm not just going to talk about Hawthorne's Great three <laughs> yeah. Um, but the if you look at those like that dynasty, then you had uh, Brisbane. You kind of get like four great years. Like if you look you, at the yeah. arc of it, yeah. Like we lost that one to uh, Sydney. That Limo and I still don't discuss. It's like a friend that died. Oh, but <laughs> recently I was at the footy. Remember I texted you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was at the footy and I had there's a woman sitting behind me. Yeah. Curl started chatting. Yeah. So the woman sitting behind us, this yeah. is at the G. Yeah. It was it was the Mother's Day uh, yeah. round, yeah. and um, and they started chatting, and then she said to Kel, "Actually, I sat in front of your husband at the yeah. 2012 Grand Final." Yeah. So then I turn around, I go, "How do you remember that?" She goes, "Remember my son who was crying, and you and your friend were consoling my yeah. son." Yeah. And I said, "I do remember that." Yeah. And then she pointed to her son and said, "That's him over there." Yeah. Who, of course. He's now playing for Hawthorne. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he would have been about 12, which yeah. now would make him 20-odd, uh, you know. Well, yeah, I imagine after him watching the footy this year, he does a lot more crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, having said that, though, the uh, I that kid was uh, – he, he he's – I would much rather have him in front of us than who we had at the – was it the, the Fremantle? Yeah, Fremantle. 2014. 2013. 13, yeah. Why? What, what happened at this – which no. of these grand finals <laughs> was annoying for okay, you, you so privileged <laughs> prick? We, so. was, we were sitting – we were the last row of Hawthorne yeah. people. So we're on level yeah. one, yeah. gate three. Behind the goals. Behind the goals. Yeah. We're the last row of the Hawthorne city, people. City end. Punt road uh, end. Uh, the cricket. Oh no! What's end. the what's the, the old Ponsford? <laughs> Are you stand? two saying you don't know the ends of the no, MCG? I, Your home ground. I don't. I go by the gates. I either yeah, go so gate I, one or gate three. Yeah, the one that's got the cricket nets behind it. Oh, that's the, the Ponsford stand. Ponsford stand, which yeah. is gate, which is actually gate one. Okay. Is that well, we're gate one. Yeah. It's the city oh, end. Right, we're we're the city yeah. is okay, behind the city that. End, yeah. All <laughs> no, right. Okay. I just, I like, okay. So this. I mean, but is but is the city behind it? Is it I don't think compared this, to the other side? Yes, I don't, I don't think the city is directly I like behind that it. This is uh, you know you're trying to work out a dynamic of a podcast when you come on it. Danny's clearly going to pick up people on very specific stand <laughs> references. Like you must know what row, what was the name of the stand, exactly. What gate did you enter through? Just, I'm just finding it interesting. One, tech, if you if you don't listen to the to the pod, uh, one of the ongoing battles we have is uh, is I like a good stadium like mm. Docklands, and Limo oh, likes God. this soulless graveyard where the private school kids go. Oh, the, I mean, is. is the Docklands, is there a sadder place in Australia than the Docklands? The Docklands is, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the movie Snowtown? 
<laughs> right? <laughs> I would rather spend time in that part of Salisbury in yeah. Adelaide yeah. than where that lot lived than spend another minute inside Marvel Stadium. See, I don't know Marvel if that's Stadium. a good reference or not because I have seen Snowtown, but I saw it at the MCG, so it was so far away, oh, I couldn't yeah, make yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all, well, all I'll say about that game is that we were, as Limo said, we were the front row of all the Hawthorne supporters yep. and the, the in front of us was the entire Fremantle cheer squad. Oh, right, so we right. Oh, yeah. Okay. We were the front line. Yeah. And <laughs> Lemo picked it when he sat down and he goes, geez, we could be in trouble here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he, he, you kind of, you know, the, you know the, you're the wily old campaigner. You've spent time at Adelaide Oval. You kind of know when something's going to kick off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a, go, I've got a pretty good sixth sense, sense about <laughs> da- danger around me. You know, I don't think it's actually that much of a of, of a of a reach to work out that a cheer squad during the grand final <laughs> is going to be a cheer yeah. squad that has flown from Perth yeah. and has been drinking for three days yeah, yeah, in yeah. their first yeah. ever grand and final. Look, I, I don't want to rain on your Miss Marple yeah. parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were pretty excited. Yeah, they, got, <laughs> they got very excited, and then I remember as we Frio got back quite close, and then we kicked, the yeah, quarter, we yeah. kicked, and then we kicked one that gave us a bit of breathing space. We jumped up to cheer. Now, if you go to the footy with Limo, it, Limo is quite a loud cheerer. He yeah. can get a little bit aggressive sometimes, yeah. Yeah. but also have at the time. Well, even now, but you you have you're a very high profile Hawthorne supporter. Yes, which at a grand final, all of those things kind of combine to mean that there's a giant target. <laughs> on yeah, 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 totally. And and but and just prior to this, we should point out that I'd had a bit of a verbal stoush. Yeah, with the woman sitting in front of us. There was a oh, lot yeah. of. What, and what was that about? Uh, Israel Palestine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your interpretations of Wuthering Heights. Yeah. There was a there was a bit going. There was a bit going. Going on, and yeah. um, anyway, as we've gone up to cheer, someone has thrown a beer at us. Right, look, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was at Limo. But <laughs> hey, don't sell yourself it, short, Deck. I'm yeah. sure you're just as annoying. It, it doused all of us, including sitting next to us, Richard Vandenberg's dad. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and and the woman in front of us. Yeah, and the woman in front mm. of us. Who then spun around and immediately blames Lima? What? That's victim blaming. So yeah, so she thought I'd <laughs> tipped a beer on her. I mean, really? Yeah. But the thing is, and you, and she's going, "Dad, what are you going to do?" Like re- instantly <laughs> turned, like it really went for it. But then it was this interesting thing because Lima, that you know that kind of logic when you're in yeah, logic when you're enraged and you've had a few drinks and yeah. you're very emotional at the football because then Lima just goes, "Have a look at me." I'm wet. Did I tip a beer on myself? <laughs> and then I kind of went, oh, what, what this now needs is a bit of Faye just to insert himself into this. And I said, and did he tip a beer on Richard Vandenberg's dad? Because <laughs> I definitely would not have done that. I might have thrown it on myself, but I definitely wouldn't have done Richard it on... Richard Vandenberg's dad just gave this sad nod like, please don't bring me into this. I don't want anything... <laughs> Anything to do with this at all? <laughs> yeah, and then it kind of it, it, it settled after that, but it was we were really on edge for about the last. It eight was. Minutes, she it? sort of realised, and yeah. it was one of those you know those funny moments where you get really angry about yeah. something, and then you realise yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. So you just kind of yeah. you're still angry, but you just fade away like you know Homer Simpson would just drift back into a bush <laughs> right? that's what this she woman did. wanted she to do she drifted back into the purple of In the, the Fremantle yeah. cheer squad yeah, anyway that was uh, that was I, I don't, don't even know how we got onto that well no I can, uh, I can see her logic just uh, just looking at the grand final why you would accuse uh, Lima 2013 was on Gold FM is that right correct yes uh, before the game yes and uh, Friday's on the project correct, so you had yes. three very high paying mm. Jobs at that time. You were the only bloke who could afford. I don't know about high paying, but high profile. <laughs> yes, actually, he's the only guy that, at the MCG on Grand Final Day that could afford to tip out a whole beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And the week before we move on from 2013, the week before that was obviously the prelim yeah. when we beat Geelong and broke the curse. Yeah, oh, yes. and oh, I actually, and, and <laughs> if anyone doesn't know Declan Fay, you do because remember every photo from well, this that is what game. I was, this is what I was about to oh, just let me let me let me get to it. So the week before, I got tickets from the club Mm -hmm. for the preliminary final. But then I also had this Hawthorne lunch group who had tickets to a box, Mm -hmm. everyone from the lunch group together. So I thought, well, I'll go to the box. I'll give Declan the Mm -hmm. tickets 
that the club gave me, mm-hmm. and those tickets just happened to be right the tickets, very tickets directly in front of Jeff Kennett. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember saying to the friend I bought, Jace Marion, I said, look, I don't know if you know about these Kennett curse games, but the camera picks up Kennett. And on every goal, they will cut to him. And yeah. I said, we could be in real trouble here. <laughs> and it got to nearly half time, and they hadn't found him yet because we were quite deep on that second level. Yeah. And then I remember that a goal was kicked and suddenly you hear this boo and on the big screen it was Kennett with our two little heads sitting in front, <laughs> right of, him. In front of him. And I remember Jeff Kennett said to his wife, they found me. <laughs> it's like, Jeffrey, you wanted to be found. And then for then they cut back to him every goal after that, and my phone in my pocket was, yeah. why are you at the football with Jeff Kennett? Yeah. Are you mates with Jeff Kennett now? Repeated screenshots from people went for the whole game. but I be- And then at the end of the game when we won, yeah. you know, you do shameful things at the footy like we're talking about, you know, getting in arguments with Fremantle supporters or – in the ex- sheer ecstasy of the moment, wish I could take this back, I high-fived Jeff oh, Did you hug him? You should have hugged him. <laughs> well, fascinatingly, my friend, because we're all jumping around, yeah. Jace Marion, he was wearing a Saints jacket because he barracks for the Saints. He was the only red in the whole yeah, stand. Right. And he turned around and hugged Jeff Kennett. Yes. And on the news that night, there's a photo of everyone cheering and this one guy in red hugging Jeff Kennett. Oh. And wow. uh, I still believe that we 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 tip the curse. Like in that moment of high fiving, it's kind of like something the, shifted. <laughs> yeah, and there goes there goes the curse. So that would have been that would have been me. Maybe the curse wouldn't have been lifted. Maybe I was in those it was seats. all these things. Of, curses are very fragile yeah, things. You they never, are. You never yeah. know. <laughs> I, I was in the the rows watching that game, and I remember you know everyone's cheering for Geelong yeah. because you know of course we hate you guys. Yeah. And uh, when uh, who is it? It's they uh, won three flags Geelong. Yeah, Why would I you know. be cheering for Geelong? Yeah, ludicrous. Why would you be cheering for Geelong over you guys? Yeah. yeah. Have you met your fans? <laughs> but by, at that stage, you poured a beer on a woman from Fremantle. You heartless bastard! I tell you what, I went to see Matilda. Yeah. Here in the set, I was with my wife with Kel, and Hang the Frio supporters were in front. No, of we. We're walking, we're walking to our seat. Hang on, you're going to is, is, is Matilda a person or a broad, the Broadway musical? The musical, okay, the all Tim right, Minchin all right, sorry, musical, yeah. and a really steep rake at the Princess mm, Theatre up yeah, the top. It is, and I was walking with Kel, and I kind of lost my balance a bit, and I've tipped part of my beer on a kid sitting in front of us, <laughs> and I was like, and I, just on the back of his kind of jacket, yeah. and I leant forward, and I said, "Oh, sorry, mate, are you all right?" And the kid kind of goes, yeah. And then I sit down and Carol, my wife, goes, sorry, mate, are you all right? What are you, at the pub? It's a kid. <laughs> Get out a cloth and help him clean his jacket. Go and buy him something to oh, say so. I'm like, oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, right. That's funny. That is, yeah, you went full. Are yeah, you all right, mate? Yeah, yeah all right, mate. Of, yeah. Well, when I saw, uh, when I saw uh, Matilda, uh, Jeff Kennett was behind me. And when she finally realised her powers, we, yeah, yeah. we made out. Yeah, yeah, right. Very good. See, yeah, that's what will happen. Um, uh, so where were we? Should we? We can go through the games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, we want to we, uh, also point out we have a Patreon. Uh, yes. We, uh, if anyone could like to support us. Um, because I don't know if people have known this, uh, there was another lockdown in Melbourne. I've lost a mm-hmm. uh, f- few thousand dollars worth of uh, gigs. Yeah, well, J- June was horrific. Yeah, so yeah, if you so. could help out. Um, there, yeah. are, there, there are three levels, Deck. Uh, there's, there's the $5 one. That's yep. uh, what most people do. Yep. $20 one. Uh, yep. $5 one, you get a bonus episode every yep. week. Uh, $20 one, you get yep. a copy of my st- uh, stand-up DVD. Yep. Copy Limo's book, yeah, all mm. you know, and yeah. then we also put in a, a fifty dollar, mm. and we we're like, make us an offer. If you get this, anyway, oh. no one did it. We bumped it down to forty, <laughs> and then put a little dare out yeah. to the, you know, to the they came, but no one's yeah. going to do it. Someone did it. Someone did it. Mario Cisternas, you champion. Mm. And do what he, I, we said, mate, you're going to get all these gifts. Yeah. Uh, but is there anything else you want? And he went, I want to pitch a segment. Oh, so this is what you get if you charge, yep. if you pay forty well, bucks. Let's do it. Let's do it now. Let's absolutely. Do the yeah. You get to contribute a segment, oh. and this is Mario's idea. Uh, I haven't got a name for it yet, but it's ultimately if you could change one moment in any oh. footy game in history. Mm. Now, just one moment, yeah. not the result. One moment, yeah. which could change the result. So, mm-hmm. if it is a, yeah. a, a close game, uh, what would that? 
be. And we're going to put this out on socials. We'd love to have a discussion with – this is a long-form discussion, so if you've got listeners, if you have an opinion on Facebook. um, Mm. Mario is a Bulldogs fan and he immediately has gone the obvious one of Tony Liberatore's goal in the 97 Mm. prelim. Well, my question to you – I was at that game with a diehard Bulldogs fan. I was there too. Um, Phil Gleeson, son of the former number one ticket holder, Des Gleeson. Yep. Um, we were we were high school kids, and Phil like literally at three quarter time was talking about what will I do to get yes. a ticket next oh, week. The people sitting near us yeah. were like, "What oh. was the margin at three quarter time?" Oh, you 20, were 24, it was, yeah, 23 mid-20s. points. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you should be confident, but you should also know to not get ahead yeah. of yourself in yeah. a, in a there prelim. W- there was talk within our the group. I was with a whole bunch of uh, yeah. other guys, like the only other Bulldogs fans from the yeah. northern now, suburbs. Danny, what stand were you in? I was where you guys were for the Frio game. Ponsford stand behind oh, the so goal. The, no. the punt road end. Yeah. Literally, city end. <laughs> Literally right. behind those goals where Libba kicked the winner. Yeah. I saw it go through. It's a point. My human eyes. Yeah. Do you, you reckon goal? Yeah, yeah, I celebrated. Yeah, it was a goal. Yeah, couldn't believe it. Yeah. Hurled abuse. But at three quarter time, <laughs> there was discussion of the group of someone offering, going, "Hey, I don't mind sitting this one out. I'll go to the ticket booth oh, and start wow. sitting now. So oh, you guys no. need to go home, grab my <laughs> like. I'll wait there till you guys come back with sleeping Did bags and it? stuff." And uh, no, no. So the, the person we were all there was well, one person wondered, sitting did he near leave us, at, and then no, sat, no, a person sat and sitting near us went, nah, no, nah, don't, don't even like you know you don't want to miss winning the yeah. prelim, and they made a good point. But a guy said, my mum's at Witten Oval now. She set oh out this God. game. She's listening to it on the radio. Wow. Well, the, it's an interesting question because you, if you if you change that, then it becomes a St Kilda. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yep. Grand final the next week. One of those teams break their drought. Yep. Adelaide, yeah. who this is a very controversial opinion, but I think that's the single worst back to back victory yeah. in the <laughs> yeah. in the history of AFL. That they they don't 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 send me down that path. And also Lemo's from Adelaide. I want him <laughs> Yeah, anyway. But I it, it does it changes it. I reckon with the momentum you would have had, you would have. Uh, I reckon you would have probably won it. Oh yeah. But then does it shift the sheer joy that you then had in 2016 mm. to be there and that drought-breaking moment? Without a doubt. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it just moves it forward 20 years. But but, <laughs> but is, is, it, it, is it the same? Is it richer? But, so yeah. let, let's say for you, how old yeah. were you in '97? I was 15. Yeah. So you get a flag at 15. Yeah. It's kind of like, trust yeah. me, as someone who had plenty of flags by the time he was 15. <laughs> <laughs> you just wow, you were like, you were like Daddy Warbucks lecturing little orphan Annie <laughs> on how she should be grateful that her parents are dead. One, two, I'd had what well, I had four flags by the time I was 15. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, 71, I can't remember, but whatever. Um, I just don't think it's that same joy yeah. on either of them. I think your cumulative joy, if you'd won two, yeah. would not have been great as your individual joy on winning one. Because I wonder, as a as a as a soccer slash football fan, yes. I was I went to all those Socceroos qualifiers for years. Would get up and watch them, yeah. yep. and I and you you know that terrible thirty two year period. I've often wondered. Obviously, the big one is the Peter Horger. I don't even like saying his name, but ninety seven against Iran, ninety seven against Iran runs yeah. on, yeah. breaks the momentum. Yeah. They draw the game. We don't go the final, and that was the golden generation. It was that yeah. was yeah. Duke, Kuehl, like and Terry Venables as the manager Venables, was a ripping yeah. manager. And you, but then I wonder because I was at Stadium Australia the night that we beat Uruguay yeah. with that penalty shootout, and I wonder that. I mean, I, even just talking about, it, I've literally got goosebumps. yeah. I can, I can vouch there are goosebumps yeah, the, right there. That, that is that is one of the most amazing nights of my life, and to see that happen at Stadium Australia when we knew how we and we'd known which the right wing politician were you sitting in front of at that <laughs> stage <laughs> that night? I, I was actually behind the goals about. Ten rows back from the Aloisi penalty. Oh, really? Wow. I I will never for the rest of my life forget that. It was – you saw it hit and it's like your brain can't process what's happened and then it was like kind of on delay and the cheer that went up in that stadium. It's still – it's an extraordinary thing. But I wonder, would it have been as sweet – had had that 2000 – had that 1997. So it's always – that's always the – you know, everyone's got the where were you for yeah. that moment. Lima, yeah. do you remember where you were when John Alisi put us uh, Yeah, I do. I was at the uh, 
It's actually called the Cooper's Inn in Adelaide. It's on Pulteney Street in mm-hmm. Adelaide on Hurdle Square. And it was a packed Cooper's Inn, yeah, and, it yeah. Was just, and the place just went bananas. I was in London uh, where I was living at the time and I was doing, yeah, because, you know, it was a you know semi-pro comedian at that stage. I had to take some other other gigs. Mm. I mm. was literally dressed as a giant mobile phone <laughs> at an electronics convention. It's like nine in the oh, morning no. there and I'm getting text updates. Oh, but so I'm, you couldn't even watch it. No, I couldn't. No, oh. there was no internet phones back then. So yeah. I'm getting text were- updates. But thankfully I'm in the costume. So no one can really tell. <laughs> oh, that's superb. <laughs> now I've told, uh, yeah. I, I, when I worked on Santo, Sam and Ed, yeah. uh, we had John Aloisi on yeah. and I said, uh, you, you must get told all the time where people mm. were and whatnot. And I said, I've got the worst one and the best one. Yeah. Worst one is me, giant mobile phone. Best one. Now, I've really got to keep this G-rated. But a friend of mine uh, had picked up a backpacker uh, that night (laughs) and she was quite uh, into the idea of being physically with him. And he went back to okay. her hotel room. <laughs> is, she, is she from Uruguay? She was. Uh, I think she was Israeli, but that's beside the, okay. beside the point. Anything, right. anyway. But yeah. uh, and you then told but this it, to John Eloise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and then my mate like really wanted to watch the game, but still be with her. Yeah. And he managed to turn the TV on on mute without her noticing, and was making love. Whilst this, whilst that it happened, uh, Sam so was watching it. He was it's watching it. Is. Good on him. And somehow she didn't notice. And Aloise, he fully admitted, he went, "Yeah, that's up there with one of the best that's ones." Right, so well, yeah. when, when I can tell it in a not G-rated way, it's a much better story. <laughs> I, would, I, I would hope that that guy finished better than Mark Viduka did in that penalty shootout. Um, but um, all right, uh, my one because I've got the same wrestle as you do of the the moment that you would change. Yeah. Because I keep thinking about you know 1996 and the it was the uh, the merger was happening in the yes. last round. Hawthorne yeah. plays Melbourne um, in the intra club match. In the in the <laughs> well, it, Clarko played for Melbourne. Oh, that that's night. right, he dominated yeah. as well, yeah. didn't he? Clarko played for Melbourne. You see him if you uh, Michael Chamberlain has a VHS of that game. Yeah, of course, you, of course you, he does. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and he's broken the tabs so he can't take over it. Yeah. But he, you see Clarko and he's yapping away like he's yeah. in play as he is and kind of and niggling them the, the whole time. I we were at my dad was involved in the operation payback and kind of helping out with some stuff. We were at the rally that day. They expected they thought they get two or three thousand. They got like twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even walk on to Glenfree Oval that day. It was extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I couldn't go to the game that night because I my girlfriend's their ball. I don't want to talk about it. I'm still annoyed sure. about yep. it. But I we win that. That as the merger, whole anti-merger thing's happening, and it's literally yep. the momentum of that. I reckon ch- turns the whole thing around. That people then vote anti-merger. Yeah, I, right. I reckon because it was only like three players at the, when it initially happened that were anti-merger. It's like Andy Collins. So what do you want to change? I don't. I'm giving you context <laughs> because the next yeah. week we play Sydney in Sydney. Yeah. Right. And we took it up to them the whole game. This is Sydney who, remember, made the grand final that That's year. That's right, yeah. The, there is a moment in the last two minutes of that that without a doubt Paul Salmon is in the goal square and the ball is coming down and he is clearly pushed in the back. But this is the days of two umpires. They weren't up on it and they missed yeah. it. Yeah, Razor I, Ray hadn't come in to save Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we win that with the sheer momentum that was happening – Hawthorne wins the grand final what? in 1996. <laughs> Brilliant. I love Brilliant. It. I love it. <laughs> Where did we finish in 96? We, that was the first final. And now. Oh, that was the first. They won against Sydney. The, the, against Sydney. It was the first final. We beat oh. Melbourne to make the finals. We go to Sydney and play them at the SCG yeah, right. in the first final, and we lose. But that was in the days when they used mm. to play like you know they do. You weren't. It wasn't fifth place six. They do weird things. Like oh yeah, it was first plays, and eighth and first and eighth second and, and seven. And, yeah. 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 So anyway, we 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 outplayed Sydney that night. So. You would have gone on and just. Uh, gone on. I'll, I'll, let me just. I'll, I can already be the commentator that week of. I just think Hawthorne played their grand final. I love it. That's a good good yeah. suggestion. Do you have one, Liam? Look, mine's. Uh, I'm a bit disappointed with how obvious mine is, but I'm just going to, for the time being, pending a better option, 
go with Isaac Smith kicking a goal oh, yeah. in the finals of 2016. in 2016 yep. against Geelong. Yep. That would have put us into another prelim. Yeah. And that would have been our fifth prelim yeah. in a row, yeah. which is pretty dominant. You know, yeah. I bumped into Wayne Carey at Triple M the other day and I was banging on about um, Hawthorne to Damien Barrett because mm. all I ever talk about is Hawthorne. Mm. And, <laughs> we know, Leaps. Yeah. And um, Wayne Carey walks up and he just goes, oh, all this banging on about Hawthorne and the dynasty of Hawthorne. That, is it really a dynasty? Is, was it really? I mean, you didn't even finish top in two of the grand final years. Wow. I mean, how many prelims did you play in a row? You need to establish oh. a – and I'm like, are you doing this – to roll into telling me about the North Melbourne yeah, dynasty yeah. in the 90s. And he yeah. goes, well, we, and he was ready to roll. Yeah. He goes, yeah, we did play in seven prelims. Oh. Well, I mean, and that, to which I said, how many times did you finish top? They only finished top once. But the, yeah, 98. And, but the Brisbane, 98, The yes. Brisbane dynasty. Brisbane were, Port finished top in two of those That's years. Right. Port beat them in the last round in one of those years. That's the, I think finished, Port finished top in all of Brisbane's premiership years. I thought it was I th- two out of three, but it might yeah, be. It, might, it may be three. May, or maybe Essendon was the other that is, one. That, that is a, It's a, It's an interesting one because I, I was in. I was in New York at the time and got up early, bought one of those AFL international passes. Oh yeah. Wait, wait, what year is this? This is the the. 2016. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. cool. <laughs> I just thought we were talking. We've, we've said a lot of years yeah, in the past yeah, minute. I wasn't sure if this no, no, was, yeah, was North two, Melbourne in '98, yeah, Port Adelaide sorry, in '02. The, and I, I watched the Isaac Smith on a very dodgy internet connection where, where I had to have the positioned the laptop yeah. in a very specific way. And it's this weird thing where he lost. If you if that happens in Melbourne, you can walk out and trust that there's a numerous people that will know exactly what happened. Yeah. But you walk out into New York and nobody gives a <laughs> f- And so yeah. I just kind of walked around weird and depressed for the rest of the day. Oh, sorry, I swore again. That's okay. But, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, I, I get. I know exactly what you're feeling because mm. I get that when I get up early to watch Celtic play. Yeah. And if yeah. they lose, I come yeah. out and the rest of the world is. And it's also morning. Yeah. So everyone's just going to work, having coffee, and yeah. I'm like, oh. it's great though. It means you can totally but, block out. But it's an the interesting. Pain. One because I I still reckon I'm very pro the Bulldogs winning in 2016. The joy that I saw it bring friends and proper supporters who had gone mm. to Western Oval had done the hard yards, and I reckon that that I that that finals run of Western Bulldogs in 2016 to go to West Coast away yep. in the first round to then beat the reigning premier to yes. come back from. From 26 from points down. down. Then to go to Greater Western Sydney. Yes, game of the decade. And to beat them there. And I'm not even saying this to suck up to you. I think it's the most amazing finals run of a club. It's I don't know a better finals run in the last decade. I yeah. really don't. And so I, I'm ha- I don't mind if we're ever going to lose one because that would have completely reshaped how the finals played out. Yeah, totally. We wouldn't have played because we were tired in that game. We really started to fade yeah. in the second half against the Bulldogs. So really what we did, we gifted you. Yes. As the, we gifted it's a little you present. Great, Thank yes. you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> <laughs> a little present from us. Oh, well, hey, you will get another, I think, before we get Hopefully. Another. We do well, have, um, on my other p- podcast, Danny Boyd, which is exclusively about the Bulldogs, people always ask, you know, hey, the current squad of Bulldogs or against the 2016 mm. team, who wins? I always say 2016 would mm. win because no one could beat that team. Mm. Even though they are a less talented group mm. than our currency, they just the mm. pure mm. belief. Mm. Yeah. They would have beaten the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> at basketball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the Washington Wizards. Yeah, uh, Washington Generals. Generals. <laughs> hey, uh, and by the way, my, the one thing I would change in any mm-hmm. uh, footy game, uh, Travis Varco kicking the goal to win the 2013 prelim. So I'll you and Kenneth have to get <laughs> you get an angry ah. shot of Deck and Kenneth. It would have been that, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd have a very different photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> what a game that was. Yes. Oh, and I didn't finish the story. So we uh, <laughs> was at the Rose. Uh, Hawth- you, uh, Varco misses Hawthorne kick it up They're mm-hmm. going to win mm. The whole pub are just going Come on cats Come on Get it <sighs> And someone just started going Free oh heave Free oh heave I was genuinely shocked That everyone else Was barracking for Freo Like only Hawthorne fans Barracked yeah. for Hawthorne It's yeah. a, it's an odd I mean Freo that, I mean they they are they've They have been a, a such a profound disappointment. For, yeah, like it would, I couldn't imagine the the kind of the the 
it would be very hard, I think, to be a Frio supporter. Just because with Gold Coast, you just let go because you know it's a basket case. But the amount of promise that Frio has had over time. Um, but, yeah. geez, it was good to beat them in that grand final. Oh, what yeah. a... It was, it was a pretty insipid game, to be it honest. Was. It was. It, it was terrible. terrible. The, one, the one highlight, Danny McGinley, was at one point... It's the only highlight in the game, actually. <laughs> Isaac Smith was lining up for a goal yeah. from just outside 50, yeah. and Declan turned to me and goes, he kicked one from here in the warm-up, exact same spot. And then <laughs> and there it was, and he lined up, and he bloody put it there through the go. middle. Yeah, we yeah. always talk about that, the moment in that grand final where Declan got something right. You know, the comment from a crowd <laughs> is the exactly. highlight exactly. of the game. That's the best thing. That oh, right, yeah, that's the, the game. Game. That's it, that's yeah. as good as we've got. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> from 23rd. Yeah. And two memories of it is that. <laughs> And us and Richard Vandenberg's dad getting soaked with beer. Getting beer thrown on us. What a night. Um, All right, let's do these games. Let's do these games. You might, I'll just quickly say though, you might notice me, Declan, looking over your shoulder from time to time. This is game seven of the Atlanta Hawks, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. So it's the Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers. The Washington Wizards. He's getting all the teams wrong. Getting all my teams bloody mixed up. Uh, So we've got got Ben Simmons. Yeah. On one side, but they're playing the Hawks deck. So, but the thing I hate do, about. Do you want me to pause this so you can watch the. No, end? no, I'm going to say this on the record. What I hate about the NBA, though, is I, I like to watch it with my son. Yeah. The bloody UFC ads. Yeah. Oh. Where they cut. You've got mate. blokes kicking each other in the face, oh. guys with blood all over their face. And there's my son going. Daddy, why is he bleeding oh. everywhere? And I'm just going, Jesus, do you have to play UFC ads <laughs> during the NBA? Oh, my gosh. I agree with you a thousand percent. We need to organise some kind of grassroots campaign <laughs> against KO for this. That is, I have made the deal with the kids. As soon as it comes on, they, they are to turn away from mm. the UFC. It is... Like, literally, you're celebrating a goal and the next thing, there's a guy just a roundhouse kicking another guy yeah. in the head and repeatedly. The, and there's a one, there's a really vicious one at the moment yeah. where a guy holds a guy in the yeah. back of his head and jumps up and knees him in the oh, face. Dude, it is. <laughs> and I'm with my son just going, oh, yeah, just a bit of fun, mate. It's all, no, you sort of become like, you know, the secret service agent taking the bullet for the president. You dive across <laughs> yeah. the TV like, no. I completely agree. I've tweeted at KO numerous times. Yeah, and if you ever want to know, like, what is the deadest of the dead shit uh, <laughs> social media users? It is UFC supporters. UFC Twitter, I imagine. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I deal a lot with soccer Twitter, who can be you know yeah. way more negative than AFL media. Yeah. But I can imagine UFC Twitter. UFC is. Twitter users start coming at me, and it's all ah, oh, there you go, snowflake. Ah, oh, it'll toughen up your kid. <laughs> like, it just it's re- like there you it go, is, snowflake. <laughs> It is relentless. Oh, that four-year-old of yours is soft. That is, dude, I need to harden up. That is literally what they're saying. It's literally what they're saying. Do you know, oh. my issue would be if I was if I was in this situation uh, is that my four-year-old daughter would see that and go, "Oh, that's right, fighting exists." Hey, Dad, let's fight. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. just wants to kick me in the I've face. I've got a bit of that going on with the younger kid. He doesn't need any encouragement in that area. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, so uh, we'll keep you posted yeah. if the Hawks and the 76ers uh, win. Uh, so Friday night, Cats v Dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys had this game. Yeah, you, yeah, you, no, you had it, yeah. you should have won it, yeah. and Geelong stole it from you. Yeah, because we went for the kill, and I like that. We, you know, we, we was a minute left, we had mm. possession, we could have uh, you know, soaked up the clock and kicked, for, you know, played for time. We, we played football, pure football. And, uh, we, <laughs> you played total football. We played total, total football. football yeah. And, yeah, no, and like, yeah, obviously very disappointed. Watched it at the Rose with Dave Thornton, who, uh, shout out to Dave Thornton, when uh, Gary Rowan got the kick, uh, uh, he found another Geelong supporter to go and celebrate with, oh, oh, good which was tactful. That. Which is like, uh, Deck, do you, know, do you remember the game where the Bulldogs Dogs beat the Hawks yeah. uh, and Bob Murphy does his knee. Yeah. Three-quarter time. It's yeah. very tense. Limo and I sitting next to each other. Yeah. Three-quarter time, Limo says, I'm just going to go to the toilet. I go, fine. He never comes back. He went and sat with other Hawks fans because yeah, it was too close. I can't yeah. sit with a Bulldogs fan. Yeah, well, Danny would have had a beer Yeah, would have had a beer tipped on him when someone was aiming at me. Um, now, I'll tell you why we lost this game, though. Uh, it was during the second quarter I made this note. There was a point yeah. where uh, Geelong had a free kick in the forward pocket 
and uh, he kicked it and it was touched on the mark. They score reviewed it. Mm. They called it a goal, but then they they score reviewed it just to see and there was insufficient evidence to see a finger going back, even though it probably was it Caleb done. Daniel? It was Caleb Daniel. If we'd put anyone apart from the shortest man in the <laughs> uh, league yeah, yeah, on yeah, the mark, yeah. we would have won this game. Yeah. I did think that was weird that you had Caleb Daniel on the mark. Yeah. It's just some, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Selwood would have punched him in the face, and you know, probably got, probably got a reward. How's so. that Selwood business? Like the oh. fists and the elbows. Was it da- Bailey Dale? He punched Bailey Dale in the face, and he raked um, yeah. Taylor Duraya's. I thought legs. that was absolutely disgraceful. Yeah. What? Yeah. I I can't believe, especially after the week we've had, where yeah. two guys are having a fair bump. Yeah. And there was all this talk of you know, what, is this going to change he, forever? Nothing will happen too. Oh no, no he, he got no. He's been fined. He got a. He, I did get a fine. Thing all of, he got. Thousand yeah. dollar fine. Yeah, right. You got a fine and a free car, probably, <laughs> and a haircut voucher. I did say on Twitter that I felt sorry for him because Bailey Dale clearly ducked into <laughs> Selwood's elbow, <laughs> <laughs> and Toby Green as well. Toby Green did that uh, jumper punch on. Oh um, yeah, what happened to him? Newman. Did he just get a fine? Fine, fine as well. Yeah. yeah, which is just like it's such a, like if you do that in real life, that's a coward punch. Yeah. Even though it's just to yeah. the stomach or whatever, it's not. It's not going it to kill anyone. But it's an interesting one because I mean that it. was. I mean that was standard procedure in every pack in mm. footy. Yeah, of course. Basically, yeah. up until there were more than two cameras at a game. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. You know, but yeah. it's not like who's you know going to the footy saying, "Do you know what I like when they when they punch each other off the ball and the guy's not looking?" Yeah, yeah it's my favourite part of the game. I actually don't mind that. Uh, go watch rugby league. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got you got uh, UFC supporters in front of you going, "Oh come on, Snowflake!" <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Uh, yeah, so that was disappointing. But uh, we're laying the honey trap. That's all it is. But you know what I decided on the weekend is that. It will, and it kills me to say this. I think a Melbourne, a, a Geelong Bulldogs grand final mm. is the most likely result to me. And Melbourne, I don't, I don't have Melbourne. I'll tell you why I don't have Melbourne because yeah. I reckon once you get into the finals, mm. definitely Geelong and probably the Bulldogs mm. will just bully Melbourne out of it. That's, I, but Melbourne's a very good team. They're like a very good team. Thinking that's going to happen with Melbourne, like they keep, yes. going, oh, they'll yeah. get sorted out this week. They'll be sorted out against the Bulldogs. Like people keep waiting yeah. for it, and it hasn't happened. Like, well, it won't happen anytime soon. They're playing Essendon this week, and then they've got a pretty easy run against. I reckon like, once we get the finals, though, mm. I've just got this feeling. Yeah, I think Geelong especially. Yeah, because that's a tough, wily, experienced. Yeah, team. Geelong away. They'll just bully them out of it, and I think that I've got a feeling the Bulldogs might just bully well, you them reckon, out of it. You reckon if 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 Melbourne played Geelong in a prelim, Selwood's just going around ripping people's <laughs> eyeballs out. Selwood, because this is this Selwood's yeah. last year. Is he going to go the full Alistair Lynch? Maybe. Yeah. It's look. He's just like literally. He's walking around a prelim, just plucking people's eyeballs out. <laughs> any given Sunday style, there's just eyeballs kind of lined up a lot. So you had any given? I was going Kill Bill. Isn't it any given Sunday? The, the pressure from a blow of the helmet, it shoots the guy's eyeball out of his head and it's lying on the field. Oh. Isn't in that final game? I, I, no, I don't well, think that. I, 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 I can't remember. horrible that. kind of like dream that I've had. You're not I, thinking of the longest yard with Adam Sandler? Maybe. Or maybe. <laughs> or maybe, an, ep- an episode of Family Guy? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Selwood just goes full last Boy Scout. You know, that opening gridiron game <laughs> yeah, where yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. people running down the <laughs> No, uh, it was a Dark Knight Rises, just explodes the field during oh, the national yeah. anthem. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, okay. That's enough about the bulldogs. Uh, no, I was, I was. I thought we were gonna. I had a fear that we were just gonna be blown out and uh, embarrassed the way we oh, always are at Cadinia Park. But, but I thought the crowd not being there would neutralise that. If nah, that hey, we're terrible in front of no crowds. How funny was the, they limit the crowd size oh, and everyone's jammed into the, the centre wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Like no social distancing. They just all sit in one area. Can I say up for the record? The, I reckon one of the most scared I've – one of the times I've been the most scared is 2006, Hawthorne versus Geelong. It was at Cardinia Park. Oh, and you won. Yeah. We won. We won significantly but weren't expected to. I went with a friend that was Geelong and being a Hawks supporter, we just had to go in the outer. That one behind the goals that's kind of – Which end? Which end? <laughs> 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 the, no. the city end. <laughs> 
And so, anyway, I, but I do, as Hawthorne, you know, we're like 40 points up in the last quarter and I was cheering and this bloke just turns around and just goes, keep doing that, mate. You'll be carried out of here in a coffin. Oh. <laughs> now, see, that's just classic bullshit. Where would they get a coffin? <laughs> you use a body bag at that stage. Yeah. Where is a drunk Geelong supporter in the third quarter going to come up with a coffin? Are there coffin? any carpenters here? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I had a said to him. Well, no, actually, I find the premise of that problematic. I reject right. the premise of the heckle. Yes. Well, that's the one good game for the weekend. Uh, the Gary Rowan goal was fairly impressive as well. You yeah. knew, didn't you? Like, it's oh, the absolutely. one guy. He just you knew. And he was psychology 101 afterwards yeah. when he just said, well, I just remembered my routine and I knew it in my head. I'd done it heaps of times before. So I just went back and yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. now that would some players can't do that. Well, I wonder he, if the it's interesting because I, I in my mind I, I thought he was going to get it, but I did wonder: is it easier or is the crowd not being behind the goals? Does that is it yeah, easier right. to kick it because you don't? I mean, I suppose if it's your own supporters, but I did wonder: is that a factor yeah. in the goal after the sign? But he yeah. I've only ever kicked goals with no one behind the goals. <laughs> so I can't. <laughs> I've got nothing to compare it to. Uh, so what was the next thing? Gold Coast versus Port. Did you guys watch uh, this? No. I, I no. did and I still have nothing to say about it. No, I, I, I just The one theory I've got yeah. is Gold Coast have been so disappointing this yeah. year. I really want them this, to be good. This year? This, well, yeah, <laughs> for, for their entirety. And not just the football club. The Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, like, did you play a bad gig at Jupiter's Casino ten years ago? I have been did, annoyed I, at the Gold Coast ever since. I have done a couple of gigs at Jupiter's yeah, Casino Jupiter's. and the Art Centre. Actually, yeah, no, well, I've had good gigs. Which there. Of, isn't Jupiter's which Casino considered the Art Centre? <laughs> <of, laughs> yeah. Gold Coast. Yeah. Now, I used to do it in this glorified food court. Do you remember that's where the comedy club was in the casino? In the, that, and it had I've a weird d- medieval I've, scene behind you. I've done a couple of corporates there, which I think oh. must be in different areas. There is a theatre there. As well, I'll yeah. With, uh, I, I just, uh, I, the, uh, it, it, for all the things we discuss ad infinitum in football and controversies, I genuinely think one of the most disgraceful things the AFL has done in the last 20, 30 years is the Gold Coast expansion team. Nobody supports it. No, players' actually, career, okay, players' careers have been ruined by going there. Like I look at someone like mm. Matt Rowell. Imagine he was at a club that had a proper infrastructure. That's unfair. No, he, but he's the sort of player that can build up oh. that club. And do you know? Do you know? Um, <laughs> Gold Coast apologist. I am because of, because of this fact. Yeah. Um, a player, uh, when kids start actually playing mm. the game, mm. that is up higher on the Gold Coast than anywhere else. In Australia, what do you, percentage what do you, wise, as in kids who actually live on the oh Gold right, Coast and have yeah. grown up there, they're yeah. playing Aussie Rules footy. They're yeah. not playing rugby. They're not playing yeah. soccer. So this, the, even though the club is not successful, the expansion is. So what good. do you? What, how long do you reckon? Like till it comes on, like till the Suns start playing well. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's unrelated to that, but they are getting good uh, academy kids in there. I reckon if you know, if maybe if Richmond hadn't stolen Tom Lynch, then we would be seeing. <laughs> Uh, pretty right. much everything is Tom Lynch's fault. I think. I think never is the answer. I well, no. What they need to do uh, genuinely <laughs> change the name, change the jumper, yeah. change the song yeah. because it is so. It's a, such the Suns means nothing. Mm-hmm. Kids want just make it the Southport Sharks. You know, just I know the other teams around yeah. uh, Gold Coast don't like the Sharks, but Sharks yeah. is an apex predator. Kids will like it. The jumper itself <laughs> me- means nothing. That song, this is my theory. This is why Gold Coast don't want to score goals at home because every time they do, they get that dun, 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 dun. Oh, No one likes you that. You think it's a Pavlovian response? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I just, I don't know. I... I just I've lost count of the amount of times I've been on podcasts and the Gold Coast game comes up and people just go, oh yeah, well, who cares? Like you can't have a thing that's just constantly dismissed. Yeah, well, that's why I'm a Gold Coast apologist, <laughs> unashamed <laughs> Gold Coast apologist. Limo looked at me like I feel like he knows this side of me. He kind of looked at me like, don't go down this. Path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the I heard Mark Evans talking about this the other day. Who's the CEO? Is Mark Evans the CEO? Yeah, is he the guy having to dig at the Tasmanian team? No, no, that's the chairman, Tony Cochran, right. who's having a dig at yeah, Tasmania. Shouldn't do that. Mark Evans, who used to be the footy manager at Hawthorne, mm. yeah. he was saying that the numbers of participation in AFL footy right across right across Queensland have, have been up year on year. Yeah. 
and in the Gold Coast as well. So he was saying from mostly that, in the Gold Coast. From that perspective, it's a win. There so, we go. So it's not like the days when the they got Warwick Capper up there and part of his million dollar contract was to go to primary schools yeah. to run footy <laughs> clinics. Have you heard this? <laughs> no, but can you imagine anyone suggesting a footy player go near a primary school? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, and Warwick Capper. Warwick Capper as well. So yeah. the, um, Tony Wilson, uh, the football, the writer and yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his very close friend was the one guy that was part of the like expansion of Brisbane into so you like the Bears, the Bears. in eighty seven, right? Yeah, and he would look after Capper and take him to these clinics. Yeah, and he tells this story that Capper didn't want to teach him any skills. He'd just get there, and then like literally, <laughs> then just go, "Want to play a scratch match?" And he would <laughs> tells this particular story that he put himself into the scratch match with yeah. nine year olds. And starts trying to take speckies over nine-year-olds and yelling, Kappa! <laughs> as he's taking it. Oh, so great. And then... I love it. He calls them in, like, at half time, and he yeah. starts saying to the nine-year-old kids, and he goes, kick it to the whiz. The whiz is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and Tony's mate went up to him and said, Warwick, like... This is like you, you, maybe you shouldn't be playing like with the nine year old yeah, kids. Yeah. Like it's more about them, and he just goes. But the whiz is playing himself back into form. <laughs> the whiz is playing himself. Oh, it's Sounds so like the great. whiz has worked it out. So <laughs> if the Gold Coast Suns can play against nine year olds, that's right. Then suddenly <laughs> that's finals. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, don't let Stewie Duke go for any high marks over nine year olds. Or, uh, <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah. Um, the uh, good news, guys. The Hawks are through. Uh, the, yeah, so the Atlanta Hawks have beaten the 76ers. Devastation for Ben Simmons and Indeed. The, the Aussie team. They were the number one seed too for the, yeah. the 76ers. So now the Hawks will play uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Hawks and Bucks. Now, neither of them the have East. ever made a uh, – I don't know what the actual term is – the grand final of NBA. The, play, the playoff. That's that the finals playoff. Just the yeah. finals, yeah. yeah. So I've never seen, in my lifetime, I've never seen the Hawks or the Bucks there. So that's exciting that one of them will get it's there. It's been a long time. Someone had posted all the dates on Twitter. Yesterday. And on the West, it's in the West, it's Jazz and Clippers who have also never made the. Oh no, the no, Jazz no, have it's, made it's, the grand it's Clippers and Phoenix. Clippers. And, oh right, on oh, the Jazz are Clippers out. never. And I don't think Phoenix, the Phoenix, Phoenix lost to the Bulls, the Bulls. in yeah. one of those, uh, yeah, in one of the Michael yeah. Jordan documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> And in real life as well, not just in the documentary. Oh, really? Is that based on a true story? <laughs> actually, yeah. So did he actually help Bugs Bunny? Not go <laughs> I know. And, uh, and who, was, who was murdered on the court? Uh, Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> oh, Foghorn Leghorn. Murdered on the court in front of his teammates. And they played on. They that played is, on. Yeah, what is it now? For those who don't know what Lebo's talking about, apparently they ESPN made a 30 ES, for 30. ESPN made a 30 for 30 yeah. where a bunch of sports commentators pretend <laughs> yeah. the Space Jam was real. Now, yeah. can we get? Can you give me the link to that? I'll put it on our socials. That's I really right. want to watch that. It is superb. It's really funny. And they do want this one for Rocky Four as well. Oh, nice. And it's just so funny. Like the boxing commentator just going <laughs> to being asked about the fight, and he's just going, but it's just crazy. Stallone, I mean, uh, Rocky's defense is terrible. He's got no defense. He doesn't keep it. And he must have taken 50 blows to the head and didn't go down. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. That's great. And also, he, does, he says uh, Rocky doesn't get enough credit for single handedly uh, ending the cold. Yeah. <laughs> As much as that is a joke, that's what they think they're doing in the like. That's the writing that's in it. You know when he says yeah. at the end, he goes, "You know, I, I was losing, but then I changed. And if I can change, then you can change." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is one of the most. <laughs> no, I, I have friends who were on the uh, who lived in East Berlin, and mm. they were they were just listening to that match on a transistor radio, about to smash the wall. But if but if Drago had won, they were just going to go home. They were going to yeah. leave it. Yeah. I mean, when the Russian fans started chanting Rocky's name, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Jesus, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I can't yeah. go on from here. Uh, okay, so uh, is that our summary of Port Gold Coast? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Port fans, sorry we haven't acknowledged your team at all, but you played well, but you played well against Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, we've No, we're running out of time. All right, let's go to Kangaroos and Lions. Hey, fun, fun stat for mm. everyone. Yeah. Uh, this is from our friends at Useless AFL Stats. Uh, yep. Jared Lyons... Uh, who plays for the Lions, mm. uh, he had the highest number of possessions ever without a score involvement. Yeah. 36 oh, right. touches, yeah, okay. no score involvement. Congrats, Jared Lyons. It's good. I love all these. I like the creativity that's entered the stat world oh, in yeah, recent yeah, yeah. times. Oh, and I think led by Swamp and um, no, yeah. and J, uh, J, J. Oh, uh, yeah, the other guy who's from the other, Channel 7. 
uh, Channel 7 stats guru. Mm. Jay Brown? No, it's no. Not, uh, hang on. Good creativity. Andy Zoltzman on the cricket is really good as well. Oh, he's we're, deep cuts on we're cricket. We're just your yeah. creative st- yeah. statistical yeah. analysis. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the Lions. That was a pretty easy one. I didn't. For them, I didn't it, watch it either. But I, 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 I was. I think Brisbane are actually awesome, and I was very surprised yeah. just seeing the score, how close it was. Yeah. So do you think a North good or were Brisbane just frozen? I remember my friend's theory on St Kilda in the mid nineties, saying he always believed that they would pull teams down to their level. Oh, that was a – Footscray always got accused of that. Oh, really? There yeah. you go. And yeah. I, I, I do wonder that – I do wonder that with North, but the, I, I don't know. I just – I I'm not. I don't, I, I don't want to comment on a game I haven't seen, but I <laughs> – No, I, no, that's what this podcast is. I, I find <laughs> – I have found I, – I think Brisbane – remember there was that – if they – that. There was that game against Geelong, the you know the stolen um, free kick at the end earlier in the year. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But there was that that they would be ensconced in the top four now. I mean, they they probably will still finish top four, but they would. I reckon they just that gets them higher up. They'd be much closer in the conversation. They, well, they'd be in they'd be in the four. Yeah. And Geelong would be just out. Oh no, they're in the four now, Brisbane. Yeah. But they, but they I, would be up. They'd be third, and Geelong would be four. I just don't. I don't feel so. people. Talk as much about Brisbane, but when I've seen them, I, I mean, uh, possibly because we're in Melbourne and the story is yeah. Bulldogs and yeah. Melbourne. No, the yeah. story, the story is Carlton. Yeah, God, I am sick of Carlton. Yeah, they need to change. I saw Husey this morning in at radio, and I said to him, "You need to change a club song because you can't start with." Because I was watching the players run out onto the ground, mm. and that's. Um, the da, we da, 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 da. are the Navy Blues. We're the team that never lets you down. <laughs> You're the team that constantly mm, lets yeah. everyone down. Yeah. So well, they need to. My friend's that. theory, who was into like Feng Shui, said he wasn't really into footy, but he yeah. said that he believed fr- the curse of Frio. Oh, with the anchor was the anchor. Frio fans hate that. That the anchor is one of the single most negative symbols. Oh, it drags yeah. them down the ladder. Drags you down. Can't let you move. Yeah, it's a good point. And though. so he, I yeah, remember but they he, hate this. This has been a, an old style discussion. I know a lot of Frio fans who hate it. Really? What's yeah. the? So okay, that's what we. They've should, just they've just heard it so many times. That's what we should have done in the at the behind the goals in the Fremantle. <laughs> yeah. We should have brought up the anchor. <laughs> that would have put <laughs> us right over the top. We should have carried an anchor to the. <laughs> ground <laughs> yeah <laughs> then you might have won oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so Carlton just a giant then, disappointment was that the most and predictable match in the history of footy like you just if you just, if you yeah. made yeah. me do a bingo game of uh, alright Toby Green's going to punch someone Toby Green's going to do something amazing mm. uh, Carlton will give their fans a bit of hope but then ultimately yeah. be disappointing I just went tick 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 give me a whopper what do you I mean yeah. oh, what's the doco the you know the, the footy one the big one that was on oh uh, the Amazon Prime yeah. making their mark and I, I really liked David Teague but I but I I mean I think he's an insightful guy and he seemed to have a really good energy around him but he the you are not going to change things just with him as coach or by putting a new coach in. Like the kind of structure oh, and the culture is, is so just, boring. Yeah. Carlton just being rubbish over and over. And I know the fans feel this worse, but to me, Carlton are like uh, you're watching an episode of the Sim- you're watching footy yeah. or the Simpsons, and then it turns out it's an episode where Lisa's on an environmental campaign. It's like I've seen this. Yeah. Why are we doing another thing like this? Carlton, boring. Oh, they're going to do another rebuild. They're going to fire a coach. Yeah. We're going to bring in a yeah. draft pick who's going to be underperform. Bored. Change the channel. So what do you want to do? Do you just want to raise the ho- just go down to Princess Park and just race the move, whole thing? Move, <laughs> move him to Tassie. <laughs> <laughs> the Tasmanian Blues. Imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> That gets announced in a week. It's been all under wraps. Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, the Lon- Launceston Blues yep. is the yeah. local team down there. There you go. You know what? There are too many big hitters in politics yeah. that Barry for Carlton. Yeah. It would never happen. Robert yeah. Menzies' corpse would get up from <laughs> the grave. <laughs> it would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that just that would never happen. Uh, so... Um, GWS still got v- faint hopes of uh, playing finals footy this year. I just I, in the same doco, I just found the whole Caniglio is not the right person to be captaining a club. He's so insular. But he's got a nonna. Come on, didn't you like him? <laughs> he had a nonna. Would but he's got a nonna. There's a scene where like him yeah. and his nonna are uh, hugging, and you see him in the house. Oh, and right. It does make you go, oh, this Stefano's a good I boy. Saw, I've only watched episode one, but he gets 
some weird thing that he presents to the playing group and he has some <laughs> yeah, that, philosophical... Okay, so that is... There's, yeah, there's three <laughs> what, blocks. What is, what is it? There's a brick. History set in stone. We can't change it. Oh, yeah. And there's a wooden one. Mm. Oh, no, there's glass, which mm. is... Oh, no, there's a wooden one. That's today. And then there's the glass. The future is see-through. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's it just some, and you could just see all the players going. What the it looked fuck like are you the kind about, of thing mate? that my kid would bring home from school because they make things out of all like recycled stuff. Yeah, and you don't really know what it is, and you go, "That's great! That is so good." Well, if you lie to your kid, I tell him it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the problem: is no one it was no every, no one is telling Stephen Coniglio the truth. Oh, but apparently that is very common for footy. Like I've, the the footy players and definitely ex footy players I mm. speak to, he said, "There's so many meetings like that where someone the coach reckons they've brought in the best metaphor, mm. or they'll just write you know accountability on a mm. whiteboard, and you've got to sit there for mm. an hour while they say, "What does that mean?" Mm. And you just put up your hand and say whatever mm. cliched crap you can. Yeah, they go, yeah. yeah, that's right. What else does it mean? Oh, for f- mm. can we just go home? I it's- love the story in the coach, the book about Ron Barassi in North Melbourne, where the guy was embedded with them for a year. You know, all the stuff that goes into analysing games and game plans and stuff now. They walk in for the preliminary final, and at the time, Snake Baker was their gun forward. Yeah. And Barassi has one rule written in chalk on the board, and it just says, long bombs to Snake. <laughs> and that's it. And they did. And he kicked a bit. They long bombed to Snake and they won and made the grand final. There we go. <laughs> Coaching yeah. genius. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Fun. Let's do the final game. You two have avoided talking about Hawthorne losing to Essendon for, yeah. for 55 minutes. Yeah. All right. I, I was actually going for you guys. I genuinely it, was because uh, I want you guys to win a few games and get a worse draft pick. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that kind of oh. that does linger in your mind that thought a few times. Well, it's not lingering in my mind; it's, it's front, front and center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I, deck, I didn't know. We go into his other room with all his Hawthorne memorabilia, and he's scrawled on the wall: "No high, no first round draft pick." <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Th- this podcast is now called "They Came to Tank." So, <laughs> yeah. all win and no draft make Lemo an angry boy. <laughs> but I do wonder because okay, I don't think Clarko in a million years would ever Never. tank. Would not Never. even. Absolutely he, not. You were not he, tanking yesterday. No, but I okay. The the question that I and you know you here you know Jake Stringer. He's, I do. He that's the best game maybe he's ever played, barring yep. maybe one of those finals games for you in two thousand sixteen. He he the stat that Swamp came up with on Twitter. First Essendon player with 25-plus disposals and four goals in a game versus Hawthorne since James Hurd in 96. Wow. I mean, that's a that's a massive stat. <laughs> right. But my question is, the yeah. same question that I had as I was watching it yesterday, who was playing on him? Like... Oh, uh, yeah. What, just... Was there somebody that could have tagged him? Like I just, I literally didn't know who was playing I on him. I did wonder if there were, the stakes were higher if mm. we'd tag him. Did you put that new kid on him, Jai, the first Jai? A giant Jai Newcomb. Jeez, that's a rough, it's a second game and you put him on Stringer. On Stringer. Oh, by the way, we need to clarify, we had a chat. Uh, I did say he was the first Jai to yeah. play AFL football yeah. and uh, that is actually true, but uh, Jai Simpkin spells his name differently. Ah. So, pointed that out. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But it, it was, it was. I mean, he literally decided to have the best game of his career. Yes, Best know. game of his Essendon career, yeah. 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 I'm the wrong person to throw oh, that to. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a story about Stringer that I don't know if I've said on the podcast. Actually, we're running out of time. I'm going to save my – I got When my friend hooked up with Stringer on Tinder, matched with him. Uh, that is a story oh. I will tell down the line. How much does someone have to give the Patreon to get yeah. that story? Is that a 40 bucker? For, will for, you, for $40, will you ring the person and tell them that story? Yes. Yes, there I will. Go. And uh, for, for if you pay 40 bucks, I have a story that got cut from uh, the AB, an ABC podcast I mm-hmm. did about Bessart Barisha. Okay. That uh, is, is apparently <laughs> apparently defamatory, but, but it's true. A lot of your stories seem to involve kind of sex and sports. You <laughs> mate watching. What else do you live for? <laughs> it's the name of Danny's autobiography. For, $40, for another forty for another forty dollars, will you will you show? Do you have any sort of photographic evidence of no, you oh in God, the no. mobile oh. phone? No, oh, me in the mobile. You in the mobile phone suit. <laughs> Uh, no, because this is before camera phones. Oh, of course, so, of course. Oh, five. Yeah. I mean, there might be a grainy anyway, anyway. So, okay, the few things on this. So Jake Stringer, it was a great game. This is. I'm sure that his manager was making a cash register sound at every because he's out of contract. He is. is. Yeah. But is it is a game against Hawthorne, who was 17th place? I'm very realistic about where we are in the pecking order. Yeah. Is that 
is that any kind of measuring stick? No, but it's still fun to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> is he the – is he uh, – his time at Essendon, is he the Kmart Dusty? Oh. <laughs> the Kmart Dusty. And that's good. You could have said Aldi Dusty. So <laughs> I can't – well, I have a bit of an affection for Aldi. Oh, really? Because yeah. I, love, I love going down to get, you know, a few litres of milk and coming back with a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> I a, a saxophone and a 100 metre hose. No, I can't take the kids there because there's always some crazy thing they want to buy. Yeah. There was a giant, I swear to God, at the Preston Aldi about two months ago, there was a giant, like, kids' hummer, like a battery powered hummer oh, great. that the kid gets in and can drive Dro- around. Oh, right. How much was that? Oh, like, Two hundred dollars yeah, or something. Right. Of course, yeah. the kids are going. I can't like, let my son can see we, that. Can we please have this? It's so no. Yeah. Anyway, I is 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 Stringer the Kmart Dusty? Or he's the more target? like. Well, he's the Dusty who only works every few months. So oh, is that is yeah. he the solar powered Dusty? <laughs> well, I this morning got a text uh, very early this morning from Lawrence Mooney with just a tile of es- the Essendon Football Club tile that yeah. you see there. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, and it just says, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> to which I replied, uh, ha, 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 I'm all about the draft picks this year, yeah. but I still hate losing to you. Yeah. And then I won't say what I said next. <laughs> uh, and then he said, thank you for the emotion. To which I said, and Jake Stringer, WTF, now watch him return to his usual role of disappointing passenger. (laughs) (laughs) To which Moon Men said, how dare you, sir? Tickets, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's a a, a, once every six weeks. Yeah, and the great thing is he pops up and does his career at the Dogs. He he crammed all those six weeks into the The twenty fifteen season. No, he wasn't great in the sixteen finals, but he was brilliant in the season. The but as a as a as a we're not used to being this low down the ladder. It's a kind. It is glorious. It's a faded memory from the early two thousands. But it it a game like that. Like I didn't leave angry. I was so. I was you it. We we stay low, so we get the draft pick. But we also there's a lot of hope in that game. There was really good I agree, players, I agree. And Tim O'Brien took an overhead mark. I saw that a yeah. contested mark. It did. Uh, yes. Yeah. If I didn't see it, I might not have believed it. But it happened. There was a lot of things to actually like about yeah, that game. Yeah, totally. And yeah. we had another debutant. Yeah. Uh, do you know John Newcomb had another hit out? Yeah. Uh, CJ uh, is turning into a very, very good footballer. He is. Like, there is so much. Ex- I just love a player for any club. Kaczynski. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, this this conversation's taken the wrong turn. <laughs> this is the conversation we should be having yeah, literally yeah. offline. Danny's entire body language is kind of curled Just like, into a ball to protect this himself is, from it. This is not what I wanted. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was look for a loss. It was it was it was a good loss. It was a very odd thing, though. I don't know if you noticed this, but to hear Hawthorne get booed at. In Tasmania. Oh, right, yeah. Because there was a lot of Essendon supporters there. Oh, right, But then yeah. you realise, you go, oh, my God, Essendon have never probably played a game down there. And I so think they played there once in yeah. the early 2000s. Right. And, but they would have come from all over. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we we're over an hour here. We, we do have segments that we were going to get to, but we'll, we'll push it back to next week. Can I, we'll can push I, it back to next week. I'm just going to mention, though, for my pun segment, just the one headline, oh, yeah. and it's my favourite pun headline of the year, yeah. was Keep Calm and Gary On. After Gary Rowan kicked the goal. Ah, well, okay. I've got one that might top that. I actually wrote it down to bring here. Yeah. Danny being a a Celtics fan. Glasgow Celtics. Yeah. Not um, plural, Celtic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The, uh, it was a great one in the Herald Sun, which had, is Ange the saviour or Imposter Coglu. Oh, that is very good. good. If you're the sub-editor, just take the rest of the day <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah. That is very good gear. That would have been stolen from the UK. You reckon? Once. Yeah, they're, they're much stronger, the UK it, son. And then I saw, I was, I was very disappointed actually, the Toby Green one, they had a picture of him on the back page kicking the goal and they had torpedoed. And I was like, shouldn't it be Toby-doed? Yeah. Like, shouldn't that oh, be Toby-KO'd? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's been a few of those <laughs> over uh, the time. Two puns in the one headline on the AFL. Yeah. Ball on a string, er. Yeah. The package delivers. Uh, yeah. Well, it's 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 kind of odd because the package doesn't is delivered. 
The package doesn't deliver itself. Yeah, unless you know, it's a drone. Uh, the package. <laughs> Very good. The package, yeah, if the drone is delivering yeah. itself as a gift to somebody Very else. Yeah. You know, this was suddenly transported back to um, somebody's backyard smoking marijuana in the mid-90s. Um, with that, um, the, with the sort of circular logic that was going on there. Yeah. It all makes sense so now. The package is a drone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he was called Potsy on Happy yeah. Days. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby Doo's really and Shaggy are really stones because they always want to eat. They're yeah. hungry. Oh, <laughs> Scooby snacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get yeah. it. Um, uh, Declan Fay, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Now, well, yeah, do the plugs. Oh yes, uh, your podcast mm, with plum. Nick Maxwell, Sweetest Plum. Yeah. Uh, you can get that on on um, Apple Apple Pods yeah, or iTunes, Spotify, all, yeah. your, all your other pod Wherever outlets. Yeah, uh, and um, and that's it. Is that all we're plugging? That's it. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. it's nice. If you've been in lockdowns and homeschooling, like yeah, yeah, there's not there's not too much to plug. I mean, if, if somebody wants to come around in the next lockdown and yeah. do homeschooling with my kid, <laughs> if someone teaches, if someone knows how to teach Spanish maths. To a kid, Spanish math. Oh no! This is what you get for being a hipster parent who sends your kid to a hipster school in <laughs> Preston. Yeah, and they go, "Oh, we have bilingual teachers, and we teach lessons in in both English and Spanish." And yeah, this is amazing. Let's do this. It's great at the time, but then go into a six month lockdown, yeah. and I'm there going, "Okay, so I think rectangle is rectangulo, <laughs> circle is circulo, um, square is not square." That's oh, square Yeah. Wow. That is uh, it really, yeah, that, if anybody, that that's my plug. I will pay for someone <laughs> okay. to come and teach Spanish maths uh, at my uh, house. Get in touch if you want to uh, teach <laughs> I think kids. I think our main uh, uh, patron guy, Mario, is uh, Chilean, so he probably speaks oh. Spanish, and uh, so he'll pay money to do it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, it's there we champion. go. Yeah. Uh, very good. All right, thank you, Declan Fay. Much no appreciated. Thank you, Danny McGinley. Go, dogs. And go Hawks and go the Atlanta Hawks. Mm.